This is Kenny. And this is Mark. And this is All I Want to Do is Talk About Madonna. Album 12, track 9, How High. Shy and Avant, yes. Oh, welcome, guys, Swedes, but the not Swedes. those, but not those cheesy Swedes like Ace of Base Swedes. I don't think Ace of Base is cheesy. Oh, I think Ace of Base is really cheesy. Um, oh my god! I saw really? the sign and it opened up my eye. I saw the sign. Nothing cheesy about that. Oh, yeah. Words this to was, live by. I guess. What is the sign though? Whatever you want it to be. What's I, on the sign? Kenny. The sign says no loitering. <laughs> <laughs> and it opened up my eye. I saw the sign. Sign and I don't rhyme. Or it was dick dock this way. Dick dock this way. This way. <laughs> Take your trash. <laughs> That's what mine says. Take your trash. Compost. Compost here. Um, this song to me is... Um, it's one of my favorites on the record. And I think it's one that's easily um, quote unquote skippable, but I think it has a huge um, resonance and relevance and, and it's just a kick-ass song. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're in the backside of the album, right? We're on yeah. the, other, the second half. And um, yeah, I mean, for, uh, I mean, we've talked about this song a lot as a central idea of our season of like goddess, nothing lasts forever. That lyric comes from this song and thinking about what she's talking about in this song about her own career and her own life and the way, you know, is, am I doing, am I doing, I've done all these things to become rich and famous. How much higher can I go? What else can I pursue to give me more of this? And am I even on the right journey? Am I on the right path in doing this? Does any of this matter? Am I doing anything of importance? Um, is my work valuable in any way? And, well, and, and this idea of I I did it for this reason originally, and now that I have it, my reasons for doing it are different but she's also looking back critically on the reason she did it in the first place. And I think yeah. that that's a really interesting reflective place to be for someone who doesn't customarily look back very much. Yeah. This is another confession, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, and it builds on let it will be, I think, you know, I'm starting to create, see that there's like really, 
it's almost like every other song is about this, right? Yes. So the Let It Will Be is a couple songs earlier. It's not every other song, but um, so here we are again, like thinking about like, well, I need to confess to you, like, you know, on this side of it, it's not that great. And I'm not, I don't think I'm going in the right direction. I could keep yeah. going this way, but um, what am I going to get out of it? Does any, you know, um, yeah. Does any just, of it matter? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, I, I love the line about, uh, you know, uh, uh, the lyrics are just incredible. It's like, was it all worth it? And how did I earn it? Nobody's perfect. We hear that again. And I guess I deserved it. That's but awesome. she doesn't sound like she's confident in that. It's, no. You, know, you yeah. know, I guess I guess if it had to be somebody, it might as well have been me. Well, she's sort of like, you know, it's sort of like, thanks. I guess I deserve <laughs> yeah. this. Um, but a lot by of the ambivalence. Way, yes, yes, yes. Like, yeah, you know, she talks a lot and she's talked about this before about like, I'm here to tell you that fame and fortune aren't what you think they are, nor yeah. do they solve any of your problems and they may actually be curses. Um, just on those lyrics, you know, I just want to point to, we have Nobody's Perfect and I Deserve It. Um, two songs, two song titles from music that she's yep. referencing in here, which also makes me wonder, like, is she specifically referencing that time period like i'm looking back on that era where i was just trying to be number one again yeah do you know what i mean and 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 what does it prove who is she proving it to at that point because i think the early stuff you know i wanted to be talked about i did it i did i guess i did everything to see my name in lights and it's like that's all external validation and then the, the then it kind of burrows in and it's like well i did all of that now who am I doing it for now? Because they've all validated my, you know, the external has all validated, but it did nothing for my internal. I'm still, I'm still hungry in that same way. I was, was when I was doing, when I was working to get back to number one in like the early two thousands or the late nineties. Well, I I think that she thought there would be some other, you know, in a way it's like, okay, here's a story about how this, <clears throat> what the song could be about. Like yeah, when she had all of her first initial fame in the late eighties, early nineties, right? Mid eighties to ni- early nineties. Um, I think she, she achieved that without, I mean, she was working really hard, but there was no meaning behind it. Right. This is what she's saying. Like I went and pursued all these things and I got them. And then she sort of fell down, right? Which we've already yeah. talked about. And then she has this other rise up. And when she does this rise up again through Ray of Light and then uh, music, she is like, well, I'm now going to do this with purpose and meaning and really go to number one so I can raise awareness and open eyes. And, and you know, and then it's like... I have a higher power mission. But have I done that? And, yeah. and by by elevating to this level again... I wanted people to listen to me, but actually is any of it getting to anybody? Is anybody actually connecting? Like, yeah. Am I changing anything through this lens, you know? And, um, I find that to be really profound. I think it's very vulnerable too.
agree with you that it, it's a vulnerable thing to admit. I think the the thing that's kind of unspoken is I do think she's also looking critically at the way the means in which she's getting to that success. Um, there is a feeling of fatigue on the song, too. Mm-hmm. And I wonder sometimes if the cycle of albums and tours and stuff while she loves it is is she's asking, is this the right way to do it? Because if you think about it also, I mean, this is a song that many point to as a Hello Sucker song that was repurposed. And um, and I think that that's really important. And for me personally, I love the theatricality and the high stakes drama of this song. I love that it feels like it feels like an aria that, um, you know, our heroine in, in Hello Suckers is like, we're going to open a saloon and we're going to take it to the top. And, you know, da, 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 da. And, you know, that's how high can we get everybody? And and then she repurposes, rewrites it to what it becomes. But there's a theatricality and a like, come on up to the show, come on up with the song. And um, but I love this idea of like, I think it's important to recognize that. I think it's important to recognize that it's a song that was for another medium and she was still looking for other ways to reach people in other ways besides albums and tours. And I think she's starting to be like, is this really the right way for my talents? Is this the right container for my my talents going forward? And is it going to still be worth it, all this effort and all this hard work? Because it's still really hard work. And in fact, because she's been injured, she's doing it's going to get harder as she ages. Yes, I love all of that. I um, A couple of things. First, um, yes, I think she's recognizing she's in cycles, right? And that it's a cycle that she's she's really adept at. And now she's done, you know, I would say after Evita you know, she, that was sort of a break in the cycle, which was really invigorating. And then she's been on the cycle for now for, you know, seven or eight years straight album tour, album, album tour, tour, you know, movie, whatever. Um, And so she's like, is, am I doing the right thing or am I going crazy? Like, am I not actually, am I just spinning my wheels? And, um, but the other thing I wanted to say is like, can we go back to this saloon? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about the saloon? What about Texas's saloon? Oh, so she so she was opening the saloon in Texas. Yeah. No. Oh, for Hello Penny, Suckers. You did not go back and read about Texas t- Texas Ginnon, the heroine of Hello Suckers. No, I did not. As bootlegging becomes a major American industry, its most persuasive saleswoman is that irrepressible queen of New York nightlife, Texas Ginnon. <laughs> If Jimmy Walker runs the city by day, Texas Guinan surely runs it by night, writes one reporter. At Guinan's place, it's $25 for a bottle of scotch, $2 for a pitcher of water. Says Tex, never give a sucker an even break. No, she she was one of the people that like fought against prohibition by opening speakeasies. Oh, 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 so she oh, has a saloon. She's okay. like, we're going to open a secret saloon. Because I can't be a director and I can't do this and I can't do that. So I'm going to, you know, have an illegal saloon. Do you think that there's a version of How High where it's like um, guitar, like banjo bass? And she's like, it's funny. I spent my whole life. Or how much fortune can you make? 
Like, I think that's a line from the Texas musical. I do. I think. And I and I and I have this idea that the song would start with the beat of the song would be knocks for the saloon door, like the secret knock, you know. Well, I'm really thankful that that didn't fucking happen. Oh, my God. It's a, it sounds like a nightmare of a musical, but I think it could have been really lovely. <laughs> I think um, sonically, this song is super interesting. I oh, like my you God. said. You know, Bloodshy and Avant, who um, have were really had made their mark right before this with I mean, they've been doing a bunch of stuff before this. But really, the thing that really like made their mark was Britney's previous album, which was Madonna's On With Me Against the Music. They did a remix of that. But they're really and they won their Grammy for Toxic, which is their song. Yeah. You know, and like obviously Toxic is, you know, dare I say, perfect. It's a perfect pop song. perfect, Perfect pop song. Baby, can't you see I'm calling A guy like you should wear a warning It's dangerous, I'm falling There's no escape, I can't wait I need a hit, baby, give me it You're dangerous, I'm loving It's very much of the moment. And what I love about them back to the, my, my disdain for the Swedes, it's, it's, um, they are very like different kind of, of, um, non-trite. It's very exploratory. They're very adventurous. Yeah. And yet they're not afraid of a pop hook that toxic, I mean, that toxic hook. I can't wait for people to re, re, re be reminded. And I'm hoping when Britney's bio memoir comes out this fall, we have a remembrance of like Toxic's a great song. Oh, I don't and think anybody's deserve- forgotten that. Oh, I never hear Toxic anywhere. No, I never hear it. Oh my gosh. I feel like I hear it all the time. I also I wish- think like, you know, we know Madonna did a cover of Toxic for yes, she did. Tears of the Clown. She did. Um, Mark Ronson has a great cover of Toxic on on an album as well, or he is a singer doing it, but it's a Mark Ronson um, mm-hmm. jam. Baby, can't you see I'm calling A girl like you Should wear a warning It's dangerous Um, no, I think it's a great song, and they 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 um you know they have just a cool sound that they also bring into other Britney albums and other people's albums as well as yeah. they move forward. Um, it I also love, has the muscularity. It has yeah, this kind yeah. of stretchiness to it that I really love, and um, it's a very unlike so many of the other songs on this album. In some ways, it feels a lot like Push in the way that it. 
it it kind of more it, it's it's gelatinous almost. It's like oozy. And it, yeah. and it kind of wraps around Madonna's voice and what she's saying more than other songs, which are much tighter and much more structurally solid. Interesting, you know, because I would say, yeah, I, I I hear what you mean, but I also think there's something kind of, um, it's like a, the way that this song starts feels mm. to me like a machine coming, like waking up, like it's like, yeah. Oh, like everything's kind of squeaking and coming into place and then the beat comes in and it's sort of like, okay, here we go. And I love how repetitive it is like at the beginning. So it feels like after jump, which is a very outward song looking to us, this is like we're now inside Madonna's brain. These are like the machinations in her brain, like how high and the repetitiveness and the, and the kind of, I'm on, I'm on a treadmill, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm and on then that. it sort of yeah, and then it really builds into this. I love her voice on this song too because I think it's like it's really vulnerable. It's clear. It's not a sound we've heard on the rest of the album. It's like no. produced differently and almost demo like, but also there's a strength to it, you know. Yeah, and and I lo- I love about this. I love that she's not. Um, it's not a pretty vocal. No, it's it's it, it's very whiny. It's very yeah. harsh. Um, and like, she's not, she's not afraid of that. She's no. not afraid. She leans into it. She makes it, it's almost like a, a mean nursery rhyme. Yeah, and I mean yeah. that in the best way. I mean that yeah. in the most like awesome way. Um, cause it's like, like you know, it's like, yes, yes. When she does, I did it. Yeah. That's, that is like this greed and this other sound that's like this it's it's an animal dirty sound you know um yeah. or like a baby you know but like she also baby. has it, it also sounds almost like a guitar mm. there's kind of like a, an electric you know mm. squiggy to thing to it it's funny i spent my whole life wanting to be talked about i did it just about everything to see my name in lights. Was it all worth it? And how did I earn it? Nobody's perfect. I guess I deserve it. How high are the stakes? How much fortune can you make? Should I carry on? Will it matter when I'm gone? How high are the stakes? How much fortune can you make? Does this get any better? Should I carry on? Will it matter when I'm gone? Will any of this matter? How high are the stakes? How much weight you give me? I thought a lot about is this connected to would you connect could you connect this to Sky Fits Heaven? 
It's so funny you're bringing up Sky Fitzheaven because I was thinking about Ray of Light while I was listening to this song because this feels like, yes, it, it but she she is, I Sky Fitzheaven always feels like she's embarking on the journey, going down my own road, watching the, like she's on her way. And how high is like she stopped at the gas station and it's not only closed, it's out of business. And she's like, why did I, why did I go this far without checking to see if the gas station was going to be open right. to get gas? Oh, and now that. I'm like stuck in this town. Was it worth it? And what did I think I was going to achieve without planning ahead and thinking thoughtfully ahead? I think it's, a, it's also, I think it's a very, it's, um, it's a reminder for her to think thoughtfully and to be conscious. Um, yeah. Yeah. and that to me always feels, I mean, you know, um, I love that our season, the, the, the tagline is nothing lasts forever because she's reminding herself that it can't, it's not saying the same and staying this constant isn't going to last and it shouldn't last because there's no growth in that. Right. Yeah. She's, yeah, in a way you're right. She's telling us like, I'm going to change, you know, um, or I Which need to Which harkens change. back to Sky Fitz Heaven and, you know, and, and all of the evolutionary things on Ray of Light, where it's like, you have to remind yourself. And I do think, you know, I think she's kind of coming. I love that you brought up Sky Fitz Heaven because she's almost reminding herself of that, that writer before the cycle started back up again. Yeah. 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 I think that's, that's a totally cool way to think about it. Like she started on the spiritual journey, but kind of like, and you've talked about this too, like this album, the devil starts to be, uh, into the story and that she's on this clear path. The devil entices her off of it, more material things, more outward signs of success that will, she believes allow her to get to have a stronger path, but actually are, are diversions. They've taken her away. And now that I've gone down these roads again, Oh my God, what have I done? Have I done the right thing? I, I went back to pursuing the, 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 the initial ideas of fame and fortune when in fact I knew that those were empty, empty, empty concepts anyway. Yeah, Um, yeah, totally. And it's almost like, cause I remember, remember around the ray of light time, she talked about how she didn't want to read newspapers or listen to gossip and how bad that was and everything. So she's cleared off a lot of those distractions. But what I think it does is it, the, the ones that are remain are magnified because there are less of them, but they're more powerful because she's not as, as, as unfocused as before. Right. And I think that that, that's what the song is kind of reminding herself is like, Oh, you really, you, you really are, um, you're working so hard. You're on this treadmill and yet you're not, are you really doing your full potential in your yeah. mission yeah. to enlighten and enlighten yourself even? Yeah, I love that. I mean, I think that we she talks so much about while she's making this album that she was in um, editing. I'm going to tell you a secret. Yeah, and you can see a lot of that self reflection in the lyrics because I think she's like looking at that document and thinking, "Is this impactful? Did we do what we set out to do?" I also think we can't ignore age and um, family being part of and, and this sort of like with the stumble quote unquote or whatever of American life that this other need was brought up in her. Like I need to restore my, my crown, you know, or whatever, yeah. you know, and yeah. then, then she's like, why do I feel I need to do that? 
Um, and yet she is doing it with this album. I mean, she is saying, yeah. like, oh no, my I'm God, the fucking yeah. queen. Um, but where am I going to go who, next? And and I guess who is she taking the crown away from? Like who who was trying to really lay claim to that crown at that moment? And I mean, how much of this is in her head and her own issues and not in, in the pop firmament? Because I don't, you know, by this point, it, it's just, it's an interesting thing. I mean, I, I really... I really love the line, will it matter when I'm gone in, in that, in light of that, what you just said. And it's like, how much is mortality? And because Kabbalah is about life after, you know, death and all of that kind of thing as well. And like, how much, how much is that playing into it? Um, Because she's seeing, she's seeing so much of her early work not be taken into account now. It's like, she starts over from scratch every time. Right. And has right. to prove herself over and over again. Totally. And what is my legacy going to be? You know, um, is it going to be, oh, she had the most pop hits of this time period, which of course always gets taken over. Like somebody else, you know, surpasses you yeah. know, inevitably. And then you're just the second or third or the fourth or the 10th. Um, yeah. Oh, Madonna was a popular star in the eighties and nineties is not. Oh, what that'd be awful. For, right? That'd be awful. Um, <laughs> As opposed to Madonna's a great th- philanthropist who did dot, 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 who, uh, you know, brought these ideas to the forefront, who did this for women, who did this for queer culture, you know, these other things that Africa, because are... the Africa, you know, her work in Malawi yeah. was starting really to to come into. She adopted David, ba- David at this banda at this time. Yep. I mean, th- this was the years. The, these were the years where she was laying the groundwork for that foundation foundations that she that are going to last beyond her hopefully and um and i think that that that's that's part of what this song is is grappling with is like you know you you have to you where is the plateau is there a plateau because it's about height how high how high do i have to go how when am i going to get to that point i made it back up to the top of the mountain and yet nothing's changed up here again yeah. Do you remember um, what you thought about? Did, did, was this a song that you wanted live or did you want? I mean, I, I dreamed of this song live. I, I love the way, it, you know, again, this theatricality to it that I would have just loved to have seen live. Um, I want to be honest, I think like. Uh, after jump on the mm. album, how high didn't really hit me, you know, and I kind of would skip. I wouldn't skip over it, but it wasn't a song that I gave a lot of attention to. I think that's been one of my favorite rediscoveries so far from this cycle and this album of like, How High is an amazing song and uh, an overlooked song for me, a song that I didn't give its full credit to. Now I would, I think it would be such a cool song to see her do. Um, But I also understand why she didn't do it. I think um, sonically, it's a difficult song. Yeah. Um, the way that it's on the album couldn't be the way that they would do it live. I, w- I would be so curious if they ever even tried to do, you know, work on it in rehearsal and what happened. But I think it's a, um, yeah, it would be such an interesting song to see. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I guess, yeah. 
I don't know how it would translate live too. I've always wondered because you know sometimes I will be, um, I'll, I'll fantasize Kenny about being in a benefit concert of Confessions on a Dance Floor. The whole album, I would have this dream. As a young person living in New York, we would do a benefit concert, and I would sing "How High" mm. as my contribution. And I always think to myself, I'm like, well, how would I sing it? Because I don't think it would be. Uh, you can't get the track like you would. You wouldn't be able to duplicate the track and. It, it doesn't seem like, a, I mean, it's the same, it's kind of a, I know, I think of these things. It's like, maybe I'll get a guitar player to like learn it and we can just oh. do this like a ballad. And well, then, then you start yeah. to sing it and it's like the same thing over and over again, like three times. And you're just kind of like, well, I don't know how to make this sa sassy. <laughs> you need to get one of those um, robot uh, things to put over your voice. So at the beginning, you're like, how high are the stakes? And then how you should do like some kind of... Some sort of sprocket movements, you yeah. know. Yeah. Would you um, would you be my backup dancer and just do the dancing behind me? Do you even have to ask? Oh, thanks, baby. Um oh. uh yeah, I think and you would also need like a tearaway outfit. So like it would look like one thing and then it would reveal something else. Oh my gosh, when when we sang, Does this get any better? And I'll be like, Yes, it does, and rip it off. And you're in your goddess outfit, and then you like rise to the sky. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, yes. We we would have hydroglyphics and hy hydraulics. But and maybe would... it'd be like an Icarus moment. So uh, you oh. know, when you got close to the sun, like you would just like flame out flame you know? out okay we'll we'll have a fire extinguisher in the space <laughs> i mean safe well. fire safe fire safe fire of course of course well you would have like one in your little boot like a little mini fire extinguisher and oh yeah at there. the end i would just <laughs> extinguish you you just be covered in like um white powder thank um, you thank you <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. You're like, okay. Do you know what um, bugs me? Do you know what bugs me, Kenny Finkel? I have been to a bunch of performances lately and concert performances like cabarets and things like that, where right as soon as the bump of the song, they go, thank you. And we haven't even applauded them. It drives no. me nuts. It's this new thing that people are doing where it's like the song ends and they're like, and I dance like da 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 bump. Thank you. And we haven't applauded yet. <laughs> it drives me nuts. Okay. I don't have any specific experience with this. Um, so I'm going to just take you on your word. You like, have to wait for them to applaud you. Maybe they didn't oh. think it was so great. What are you thanking us for? We haven't done anything. You sat and watched. I think they're thanking themselves. Thank you. Well, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. I guess. I guess. I don't know. It was just something that's really getting me today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how high i wish that i i also would love a, a remix of it too i think a remix mm. would, would have been wonderful or some kind of like um I, I i do dream i do dream of a confessions on a dance floor box set where they reissue the album and they issue it with a completely remixed version of the album as mm. as it is not by Stuart price by like like getting mod like contemporary DJs and things to do like a, a song by song remix of the album. I'd love to hear how they break it apart. This song particularly. Hmm. I don't feel that same urge, but you know, if it were there, I'd listen, of course. Of course you would. Of course you would. Till next time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>